if you uh, were not with us yesterday, or if you are just listening to this via recording, then you might want to listen to what Curtis had to say on February 10, 2022, just to kind of get the the, uh, the backdrop for this. Uh, Curtis was talking about Jews, Israel, praying for Jews, uh, praying for the nation of Israel, and he was in the book of Romans. And um, as he was in um, middle of the book of Romans, um, he, he referenced a text in Romans chapter 10 that uh, is a fascinating text. And before we get to Romans chapter 10, we're actually going to be spending just our time, not a lot of time, but a little bit of time in Acts chapter 6. But um, So you can have your thumbs or your fingers in both Romans 10 and Acts 6. But think of this, and I don't know if Dwight Wagner is going to be able to join us today or not. Um, when we first started, one of the first, hmm, when we first started this some 400 days ago, a prayer meeting, and Dwight would have his camera on. Sometimes in the background, he had a little sign that said, pray big, or something to that effect. And um, I like that. I thought, and the, but I, that, I didn't think about that until I think it was yesterday. I was either on somebody here or somebody on another Zoom call, had the same thing in back of them, pray big. And that came to mind when Curtis was talking about praying for Israel. And um, William Carey, missionary, said, expect great things from God, attempt great things for God. So these are big things. And I just want to encourage us that it is fine and good and healthy and even biblical for us to pray big. To uh, We serve a big God and we can pray, when we're praying for revival, maybe we wonder, is that too much? Is that too big? And it is, It we serve a big God. So, the text that was referenced yesterday was Romans chapter 10 and verse 1 and 2, verses 1 and 2. Brethren, this is Paul speaking, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. So, he's, he's praying for the entirety of Israel. Um, this is a big request, and this is a, a pretty bold thing for Paul to pray. I pray that they, speaking of all Israel, might be saved, for I bear them record that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. Hmm. Who best to say that other than Paul, the Pharisee of the Pharisees? I mean, here's the man that knew zeal, and he knew when he met Jesus that it was a zeal not according to knowledge. Um, uh, he met the Lord, and his confidence changed from himself to truth. He knew that his earlier confidence was unfounded. And um, uh, so as we were praying yesterday, and I was listening to Curtis my mind went to Acts chapter 6, and um, I'd just like to, to show us maybe a little bit of what might have been in back of Paul's mind in Romans chapter 10, but in Acts chapter 6, Paul was not even a believer yet. But I think maybe he heard or he was aware of some of the things that were going on in Acts 6 or following Acts 6, so 
Acts 6 has to do with the selection of those that were to help the apostles um, in ministry, and Acts 6 says that they, that, um, they committed themselves to prayer. They gave themselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word, Acts chapter 6, verse 4. So um, is it possible that Paul knew some of even what was to follow after, look in verse 7 of Acts chapter 6. And the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. Now think of this. If we were to take a literal translation of this first part of verse 7, and the word of God increased, we could say the message, because the word is logos, okay, the message of God kept spreading. So um, I love the, the, the few words, God is at work. And we see this, the word of God increased, the message, the logos of God kept spreading. So God is at work here responding, I believe, and maybe you would also, to the, to the prayers of those who gave themselves continually to prayer in the ministry of the word. You could even say they were praying big prayers. They were giving themselves to these things. They were praying big. And so we then are given, what did this look like? And the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. Now, this is the phrase that came to mind when Curtis was talking yesterday. Because if we put ourselves in the sandals, maybe the, um, the shoes of the apostle of Luke here back in, in Acts chapter 6, we, I read this and I think, okay, the word of God uh, exploded in Jerusalem. Wonderful. But, but <laughs> Luke's saying, but this is Jerusalem. The word, uh, how does it say, um, multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. So this would be, if you're American, this would be synonymous to, and a great number of Mormons trusted Christ in Salt Lake City. I mean, who would, that's just a stronghold of Mormonism. And we send church planters and missionaries to Salt Lake City and Utah to, and to see, to have somebody say, the bishops of the Mormon church, a great number of them came to Christ. We would say, only big praying could accomplish that. It may be that we would say, Hindus in Mumbai, India, came to know Christ, many of them. We would say, only God could do that. Um, uh, Buddhists in Myanmar came to know Christ. I mean, this is so, and a great number, continuing in verse uh, Acts chapter uh, 6, um, and a great number of the priests were obedient to the faith. Wow. All those that were maybe even even in the temple during the Passover when Jesus was crucified and they saw the veil ripped and God through the praying of God's people is starting to connect the dots and now not only a great number of disciples but priests were coming to the Lord. And look at verse 8, and Stephen, full of faith, so Stephen um, had the right knowledge, um, his confidence was in the right place, and I would just like to extend the thought that 
we can pray big, but then Stephen actually stepped out. Stephen attempted great things for God, full of faith and power. That's not natural necessarily to Stephen, but it's what happened to Stephen. It's the boldness of Acts chapter 4 that was just prayed a couple chapters earlier. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. So this is happening. The prayer is being answered in Stephen as a result of big praying um, and uh, did wonders and miracles among the people. And there arose certain of the synagogue, this is verse 9 of Acts chapter 6, there arose certain of the synagogue, which is called the synagogue of the Libertines and Cyrenians and Alexandrians and them, them of Cilicia and of Asia, disputing with Stephen, verse 10, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Wow. God is at work. Big praying stepping out. Um, You've probably heard me refer to a friend of mine in Albania who has a phrase that he uses in ministry all the time, pray, meet people, tell them about Jesus. (laughs) Pray, meet people, tell them about Jesus. So my question for us today, is praying for revival too much? Is it too big? Is it too grandiose? Um, Is praying for a wave of Holy Spirit activity too big? And according to these texts, the answer is absolutely not. But we pray, and God help us to then step out, step out and attempt great things for God. Um, I was talking recently with, um, some of you know the name Bill Jones, who's a missionary in New York City. And as Curtis was talking yesterday, I was thinking of Bill stepping out. So Bill has, speaking of Israel, Bill has built replica uh, replica models of tabernacle temp- um, furniture, scaled down, and he will actually then put them in highly, they're beautiful, oh, they're beautiful. Handy, the, uh, the, the craftsmanship is excellent. And um, he will put them out on the street corners in heavily Jewish areas and engage Jewish rabbis in conversation about what these things mean. I mean, he could have made those things in his basement and sat back and admired them, and isn't it God good? But he took them out, he prayed, and he st- stepped out. And, uh, and there's been much fruit from that. Uh, even think of our prayer call. I wasn't around when Sermon Audio started. Stephen was. I wasn't around. Um, but at some point, he had to step out. At some point, Stephen Lee had to say, I think we're going to start storming audio. And now look what we have. Um, we're benefiting from that, even to the point of 401 days now of praying together. So I would encourage us to, um, to pray big and to pray for our cities and to pray what may, may be the most impossible people we know, that God would break their hearts and, and the Holy Spirit would march in and draw them to Christ. Pray big. So I'll end with two verses of Scripture. Um, familiar verses of Scripture. Jeremiah 32, 2 says, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, so there's the confidence, there's the dwelling according to knowledge, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name, call unto me and I will answer thee. 
and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, there's the dwelling according to knowledge, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all the ages, world without end. Amen.